Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Good morning. Christina's making Good me laugh. Good morning, Faj. <laughs> She's making me laugh this morning from some something she used to do when she was a little kid. So I have no idea why he finds this <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I do. <laughs> when did we discover this? I don't know. You were you were. It, I was like uh, little, and I think yeah. we were in the were we in the car? Yeah, like, we were. Were you, dro- were we were you dropping me or somebody? And off you were in the school? back seat, and you would I could see you in the rearview mirror. And I don't know. I'm a weird person and I sometimes <laughs> do these like little things that I have no idea where they come from. But it was like this little, what What would you describe this as? Like she, she would as make if I a, was talking with my hands, but yeah, not talking. A, right. Nothing coming out of her mouth, but she's like talking, but using her hands like it's an expressive conversation, but nothing is happening. And I don't know what it was, but it just... He was like belly laughing. I started laughing. belly laughing and I couldn't stop. And he stop. couldn't stop. And ever since, for, <laughs> the rest of my, for the rest of my life, every time I do it, he starts belly laughing. Yeah, it's cute. So that's what she was doing when we... Uh, we have to get on YouTube and you know, then people would have seen it and then said, yeah, why is he laughing? Yeah, but pe- people will be belly laughing for a different reason when I they know. see what, what I look like right now. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, well... Whatever we need to do for subscribers. <laughs> so, Dad. <laughs> sorry. Oh, you are. It's, you're so cheap sometimes. I know. I am. I have to get back. I have Come to be more on. mature. Have a little self-respect, I to, Dad. I have to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't think so. So, uh, talking about growing up, I'm going to need some creative problem solving to, <laughs> to grow up. Yes, we are. Hello, listeners. We yes. are on our second episode in our creative problem solving series. Correct. And uh, we did not bring you on here to hear what the bot from last week had to say about creative problem solving. Right. We brought you on here to tell you about some tools. And what we say about creative problem solving. Yeah. Yeah. I am so, so excited, though, Dad, before we jump in. Yes. I had my first float of the season yesterday. Oh, in your pool? Yes. Oh, very good. So happy summer, everybody. Yes. That's happy correct. summer. It is the summer season. Summer has officially kicked off. Yes. So all of a sudden it feels like there are no problems. Like we're doing this series on creative problem solving and I, it feels unnecessary now. Oh, well, you know, store it up. You know, the problems are always around the corner. So. <laughs> I just <laughs> and feel that's like from an optimist here, floating, so. floating solves all problems. Okay, good. That's the end of the episode, guys. Float your problems away. Yeah, till the little thing you're floating on pops a hole in it and you sink that that's a problem <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure we could find a creative solution right, for that exactly. <laughs> i am sure there is swimming. a creative solution <laughs> so i'm going to start this off with a little brain teaser because this is creative problem solving okay i'm ready I think. you ready i think you're I'm ready? ready all right listeners i want you to think about this through the episode so i'm not going to give you the answer and it could be a bunch of answers but here we go. Little riddle for you. A man was waiting near a bus stop for his wife to pick him up with her car. It suddenly started raining and he had no umbrella, raincoat, or hat, and there was no awning nearby to hide under. However, when his wife drove up 10 minutes later, he entered the car without a trace of moisture on his hair or his clothes. (laughs) 
How could he have done this? I can't. As you're reading this, is this riddle about you? No. Because <laughs> this sounds very much like a day in your life. <laughs> no. Not that you'd be waiting at a bus stop, <laughs> but you could be waiting anywhere for your wife because she's oh, usually... Oh, wait. <laughs> Uh-oh, we're gonna, I'm going to get in trouble for this one. And you also yes. very rarely have weather-appropriate clothing on. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And she's saying that because my lovely wife is always late. <laughs> and you're always waiting. Yes. And you never have weather-appropriate clothing on. Never. You had no umbrella, no raincoat, no hat. That's appropriate. <laughs> That's so appropriate. <laughs> yes, but this is not me, and it's not mom. This is a... Okay. Bonafide riddle. Whatever you say. All right. So you have to all think about this creative problem solving. So, you know, how would you, how would this have possibly happened? So. So a so. man was waiting. I'm, I'm kind of trying <laughs> to think through this. A man was waiting this is near be a, a two bus hour stop podcast, for I his think. wife to pick him up in the car. It suddenly started raining. An umbrella, raincoat, or hat. And there was no awning nearby to hide under. When his wife drove 10 minutes later. Huh. Oh, well, he, oh, I'm not supposed you, no, to give no, the answer you can't, yet. You can't. And I didn't, by the way, I did not give an answer to Christina. So she doesn't. This no, is... I'm, I'm right along with you all. I'm creative problem solving right now. Okay, good. All right. So we introduced the topic of creative problem solving and why it's important in the last episode, which was last week. And uh, we also wanted you, you know, and I'm just basically recapping the end of that to say, if you realize that you can creatively solve problems then don't be depressed. Obviously, you know, initially something bad happens, you're depressed or whatever, you made a mistake, cost you money, this or that, or business, you lost a big account, you know, whatever. There are solutions, you know, don't wallow in the what could have been and think about what could be and what will be. So this is where we get to the, how do we get to what will be from, you know, the situation you're currently in. And I love sense. that because it's everything we're talking about. Problem solving is is about action. Yes, yes. So, so the, none of this right. is in the rear view. That's correct. It's all looking forward. Correct. So there are three basic steps, and these are not the tools, but these are the steps. So we first have to explore the challenge. What happened? What is the challenge? What's the problem that you are creatively trying to solve? And that's very important because sometimes problems are masked. It's just like an illness. Sometimes symptoms are not the illness, but can point you there or can point you in a different direction. So it's very important to know what the challenge is. The second part is generating ideas. And then what you love is preparing for action, take action. What we're going to talk about right now is generating ideas. How can we generate ideas to creatively problem solve? And it's not only we're going to talk about tools and approaches to generating the ideas mm -hmm. and then how to discern which ideas to take action on. Right. That's what these tools are going to focus on. Very good. And I'm having a little trouble focusing right now, Dad, because I am still hooked on this riddle. Oh, all right. Well, let's let's uh, let's attack it. How would you how would you attack no, this let's, problem? I, no, let's let's go through where we're at. I'm just saying if if you see my mind wandering, I'm thinking about how know, this guy I, stayed dry. I don't know how I'll see your mind wandering. I just, I just, <laughs> the listeners may not hear from you for the next 20 minutes. And then, yeah, you, you know, know if, you, if you guys are a little over Joe on this episode, <laughs> if it's a little OJ, <laughs> um, I apologize, but um, trying to solve this riddle over here. Yeah. So I'll do my Good. best to multitask. All right. 
Do your best. Be strong. I'm just kidding. I can right. I can put yes. the riddle aside for a few minutes. That's correct. Let's let's talk about the first tool and brainstorming can be a very fun exercise. Yeah. And I think the thing for us to think about and listeners, there's different ways to do it. So sometimes it's a matter of getting a group of people together in a room or mm -hmm. a virtual room. There is technology that can help facilitate it in a virtual right. setting or in person. But brainstorming in and of itself is literally an opportunity to just throw any wild idea out there. Judgment-free zone. That's the key. Yep. Anything goes. And that is important. Mm -hmm. You cannot, in a brainstorming session, somebody can't say something and you shoot it down or laugh at it. Right. Well, you can laugh at it if it's ridiculous, but it still makes it up on the board. Because well, the, the key is you can, okay. You can have on, fun. You can have fun, but you cannot cause, that fun cannot be, like you said, ridiculing in the sense that, or if it causes a person to not propose a potential idea. Correct. The, the environment needs to be an environment where people feel safe. Yes. And that's where I think you can have fun, right? Like I could throw something super wild out there. And we can laugh, you know, this right. man was waiting at the bus stop and how did he stay dry? I could say, well, he was wearing a diaper on his head and we could all laugh at that because it's ridiculous. Correct. But if we were brainstorming, that would go on but the wall. That would go on like, the board. Oh my God, wait, maybe he was wearing a diaper on his head. Who right. knows? <laughs> right. So, you know, you just puts it on. It so goes everything up. goes up on the wall. Yes. Because yes. that way, as you start to then kind of like put things in categories or figure mm -hmm. out what goes together sometimes the most wild ideas spur another thought that right. then becomes the idea and, and that's a very big part of you know we're talking about creative problem solving right now but that's a very big part of the creative process in general yeah. so when you're coming up with you know creative campaigns or mm -hmm. slogans or like when we came up with the title of this podcast mm -hmm. as an example right that's kind of how any type of creativity is formed so you yes. want to think about that creative process as you're thinking about the way to address a problem correct and this is real stuff i, I in my past i have been a facilitator of exec multiple executive retreats where senior people at a company went to a hotel and in a room and literally with flip chart paper people put ideas up and we put them up all around the room and you know that's what you have to do and it's very good to have somebody that is a disinterested third party when i say disinterested they're obviously interested but someone divorced from actually being in that group or company or something that can not care if an objective an third objective party. third party very good is the word thank you thanks for straightening me out there <laughs> but that's very important and now you don't have to do this you know you don't have to go to a hotel and do this and and all that this can be done on i happen to use uh flow charting software which you can get for free or very inexpensive and literally you can do it on index cards, you can do it on post-it notes. So you don't have to spend any money to do this and you don't need a team and you don't need a facilitator and you don't need anything. But the key is what you said, all ideas get put up there. And your ideas are forming something that I think it's called mind maps, right? But if you think about what that visual looks like, so you've got the problem in the center 
And then you've got all of the ideas that have been thrown out there, you know, different things that might be related to it. And it starts to look like if you are crime junkies like my dad and myself. Yeah. Love my, uh, you know, like SVU and, and then, you know, some of the different true crime shows. But you've likely seen when like the detectives are, you know, they've got their big board and they've got the pictures and they've got like all the lines from right. this person to that person and how everything connects. It starts to look something like that. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. And and so what that does, that, you know, that's the getting the ideas up. And we'll talk about what to do when you have a lot of crazy ideas. And I want to give you an example. Many years ago, had a, um, I think it was at a Rotary Club that came to speak. It was actually a utility company, public service. And they were talking about their creative problem solving. And they gave an example of these high tension wires, not the ones that are in front of your house, but the ones that run from the generating plants like in Pennsylvania and out there. You ever see them? They're these huge, huge towers that go through all kinds of you know, areas. And those carry the power that then gets distributed eventually to your house. Well, many of those towers are over mountainous regions, rugged areas, and very inaccessible areas. And they did a brainstorming where, and a creative problem solving, because when one of those wires or something would go down, sometimes it would take days to get equipment to clear the area or to get equipment out there in order to fix it. And in one of the sessions, someone happened to throw out the word helicopter. And actually the person who was giving the talk said that somebody even kind of chuckled a little bit, and but it went up on the board because it was thinking how outlandish, what's a helicopter going to do, you know, to fix it. But then they showed a video and actually when someone said helicopter, then someone else was talking about how they could rig this up and they actually showed a movie of using a helicopter in these desolate areas with a guy strapped to the pontoons, like the front of the, you know, like where the helicopter lands on with the tools and the helicopter hovered and they would actually fix the wires. And they would also use helicopters to fly over some of the wires to get ice and snow off the wires and so on. Wow. Yeah. So my point is that what was considered silly and potentially you know, outlandish and too expensive or dangerous, they were able to figure it out. They solved a problem and then they started a new problem, which was how do we find people that are willing to do this job? (laughs) Exactly. That's the one missing link. (laughs) A robot can't do it yet, but we need somebody. Yeah. So then they, okay, well, let's go recruit at like, where are the people that jump out of planes for fun? Okay, right. maybe they'll... <laughs> yeah, evil Knievel types or race car drivers. You know, somebody <laughs> has a death wish. <laughs> people that are that, people that have no risk aversion at all. That's it. You're right. But you see, this is an, an example... This is how these things come about. And sometimes it's the most ridiculous ideas and the things that sound outlandish or too expensive or wild or whatever. That's exactly it. And this so, is... It's one of the things that I think... For those of you that work for large organizations, at different times, you'll find companies that take surveys, right? Mm -hmm. And they are looking for any ideas or good ideas, right? About how things can be improved, about problems that exist. 
that's another avenue, a form of brainstorming where you're going out to the general public or mm-hmm. you're, or to, you know, a, a specific population of people. Mm-hmm. And then you're taking that feedback and trying to solve problems with it. Yeah. And then match it to what your capabilities are mm-hmm. and all that. So, yeah. So that's, so brainstorming, that, that's kind of a classic, you know, put ideas, you know, on a, on a board. And then, Another way to do this is, which is very effective, especially if you're alone or a small group, is to do a time limit, almost like in 10 minutes, put down every idea you can possibly think of, just one after another, after another, after another, after another, no value judgment, either in your head or anybody else's. Just just do that. That is also a technique in creative writing or in writing, sometimes you have writer's block. Sometimes you just set it, and, mm-hmm. and and even in in doing to do lists and stuff. If you you know you're kind of procrastinating, set a time limit. The pressure of a time limit actually can squeeze creativity out of you. It's so true. You know, and I think also with that, you don't need to like we're talking a lot about non judgment mm-hmm. as it relates to the brainstorming. But part of that, like with a time limit and, you know, whatever comes out of that, if it's 10 minutes is what you start from, you can have in a small group session or in your brainstorming sessions. And this can also just be you, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can just do this yourself if your small group is just you. You could be doing your brainstorming. You have your 10 minutes. Every idea gets down on paper. You've got it kind of mapped out. Then you can start to evaluate those ideas and start thinking through them and then you can take you know kind of scale back scale it down to like okay well what kind of makes sense Mm -hmm. and then you can do another 10 minutes with kind of like where you're at from there correct so this doesn't have to be a process where it's literally like you can dump it all out right Right. like the brain dump yeah evaluate what you have as a group or Mm -hmm. individually and then kind of take a look at it again and then give yourself another 10 minutes because sometimes Correct. those initial ideas will spur new That's thoughts right. for you to kind of keep, I don't know, fine tuning mm-hmm. until you kind of get to the final. Right. And 10 minutes can be 10 hours or one hour or a half hour. We're just using the, yeah, the I mean, point is that it's on, a discipline of time. And depending on what kind of decision right. you have to make, right? Or what kind yeah. of problem you have could to solve. Could be days. Could be, you know. It whatever. could. I mean, yeah. you could literally be, I mean, you could be changing, uh, needing to change the culture of an entire organization. Mm-hmm. You could, I mean, maybe it's a simple decision. You don't need any of this. But right. I think like with those corporate retreats, oftentimes you're trying to solve for big picture things. Yes. And and strategies for the future and so mm-hmm. on. Yeah. So, and then you bring up the most important part of this. I, well, I guess it's all all important, but the evaluation part. You know, so ideas are thrown out with no value judgment, no criticism. And then the evaluation is not necessarily eliminating ideas, but more grouping ideas together to see, oh, well, okay, that would that would lead to this or this should be with this. And, and what happens is you develop patterns come out of that and new ideas. And like you said, they spark new ideas. So you do another... So an alternating brainstorming evaluation back to brainstorming evaluation, it's really unbelievable what you can, you know, come up with. 
And you get very different things when you have that kind of like pressure of mm-hmm. the time limit and time driven. You also can kind of go the other way where you give people like more asynchronous brainstorming where you have we've got a meeting on Thursday where we're going to talk about something. Mm-hmm. Everybody bring your ideas on this, right? right? Right. Where you've got time to kind of like think, mull it over, you know, do some like research and processing and then everyone comes with a little bit more well-baked ideas yeah that then you kind of like start evaluating together and using to another lead way. into your brainstorming right but both are good you've got that mm-hmm. like pressure driven time driven you know so there's a lot of different ways that you can tackle it right and you can almost say you know everyone has to come to the meeting with 20 ideas no matter how silly you know something like that and, but they're pre-written, so right, right. So people are know the meeting is coming up, and you have ideas, you know. Right. Very good. So th- these are these are different ways to. Um, it's all kind of brainstorming or you know helping to creatively problem solve, but they are powerful in the sense that no matter what your circumstance, you can find a way to do this. And like you said, even if it's by yourself, just sitting on a rocking chair on your porch and <laughs> coming up with ideas. Do you have a rocking chair on your porch? <laughs> no, I don't have a rocking chair on my porch. It would or be my porch. recliner in my family room. <laughs> you don't have a rocking chair or a porch. <laughs> That's true. But I would imagine when you picture yourself brainstorming, you're picturing yourself on a rocking chair on a porch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Where go? <laughs> um, but I'm wondering, so as we, like we're talking about all of this, And a lot of it, we say this often, is just getting things out of your brain and onto paper, like you're going to say paper. I'm going to say no into an app, like whatever, into into some kind of a tool. Like that is so much of problem solving is just getting things out of your brain, you know, or bringing things to the forefront of your brain. So I mean, I feel like we probably, guys, like listeners, you're probably like, okay you sound like a broken record. You want us to write things down. You want us to create a visual, but as so many Mm -hmm. challenges, (laughs) I think that we all have, this is an important refresher because so many challenges that we have with creative problem solving and solving problems in general is just the ability to put things in front of us to be able to like actually look at it. And I like your analogy of putting things in front of us because what is the holdup when something bad happened or financially hurt or what, whatever that pain is, it is so easy to focus on the pain and the loss, right? Yeah. And what we don't have. So when you enter this process, then you are now moving forward and looking forward. So you are step one, exploring the challenge. What the heck just happened? I lost the biggest account. I, I, I wanted this so bad. Or you know, or whatever the challenge is that you have. You made a mistake and you're wallowing in it, you know, whatever. I don't have a rocking chair. And I don't have a and porch. And I don't have a porch. What the heck am I going to do? Oh, wait, I have a deck. So, yeah, who, who needs to be in the front of the house? I'll right. sit in the back you of the can, house. Yeah, And you can buy a rocking chair. And I actually have a kind of a broken chair and it kind of rocks if it, like it's not so level. So, there you solved. go. Problem solved. Problem solved. So, you know, it, it number one, forces you to critically examine not emotionally but critically examine what the challenge is that you're facing then again 
generating ideas when you're generating ideas it's for the future it's let's do this potentially this 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 a boom, future boom, boom. focus is a major Critical. remedy for yes. challenges with problem solving yes that's correct and then you're energized and enthused and and really revitalized for action to take action on one or more of the proposed solutions that have come up so that's why by giving you some tools here or us discussing some tools on how to brainstorm and, and ways that make it work and how to generate ideas. Um, and we don't have to keep calling it brainstorming. It's generating ideas. That's so critical. And it literally will by, by that evaluation process and that continual generate ideas, evaluate, group them, see what works. You become energized and ready for action to take action on that and you will be almost guaranteed to be in a better position than you would have before and you'll look back and say if that never happened if that bad thing never happened i wouldn't be exactly doing this well and i joked earlier about floating right and yes. that i'm floating all my problems away but there is that's another tool for creative problem solving and it's not the floating, guys. It can be if that's your thing. But stepping away from, mm -hmm. you know, part of brainstorming and like when we said time driven where it's kind of like you give yourself the 10 minutes and then you take a pause, you evaluate. Sometimes you need to just completely step away. Step away from the problem. Step away from the brainstorming. Give yourself a pause. For me, I said float, I float my problems away because sometimes when I'm floating and just outside, my brain turns mm -hmm. off, all of a sudden ideas come to you. Yes. Maybe it's a, a shower. Maybe it's, you know, a good night of rest. I think that's why sometimes we wake up as we're going to sleep and are, we're unwinding. Sometimes you you get these like moments of brilliance where you have to just jot something down. Right. So sometimes it's a matter of giving yourself an opportunity to step away, to let inspiration strike yeah. and to, you know, kind of give yourself an opportunity to recharge and, and let something else trigger your brain. That's right. That's why things are called a retreat. You're stepping away, not back, not wallowing, stepping out almost like in a movie and it's a commercial break and you go to the bathroom, go get something to eat, right? It, a retreat is stepping right. out and, and come away from that. So now that we've talked about some tools, yes. if we were to talk about this supposed man that's not you, that's waiting for his wife. You know, I did tell you I was going to tell a dad joke in these episodes too. Is so. this the dad joke? No, that's not the dad, dad joke. I'm you're really going to... You're going to get... Can we get to the riddle i think the listeners are going to want to know what kept him dry first i'm going to tell you that there once was a king that was 12 <laughs> inches tall he was a terrible king but an amazing ruler okay now let's get to... <laughs> i was retreating that was you a retreat you guys are going to get so... <laughs> a dad joke whether you like it or not this is just you're part of the family now you gotta and have a you know dad what joke. in the That's family it. you get a dad joke every single day yeah it was a little retreat out of you what we just talked about you guys are going to have to settle for yeah. a dad joke once a week but here yeah, we are. Here we are. It may completely distract That's you correct. from the riddle so that we're trying to well, answer. Let's get to so the riddle. So let's brainstorm this. Yes. What could he have been? So the guy, he... Let me read it again for everyone. All right, read it okay. again, Dad. A man was waiting near a bus stop for his wife to pick him up with her car. 
It suddenly started raining, and he had no umbrella, raincoat, or hat, and there was no awning nearby to hide under. However, when his wife drove up ten minutes later, he entered the car without a trace of moisture on his hair or his clothes. How could he have done this? So if we were to brainstorm, I threw out the diaper on the head idea already. I'm guessing that wasn't That was it. ridiculous. Oh, sorry. I'm not <laughs> supposed to say that. <laughs> but otherwise, I mean, he didn't have a raincoat. Could he have had a poncho? Is that the same thing in this yeah, you'd equation? Be, you know, you'd, Am I yeah, semantics? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the, the key here is he had no moisture, not a trace on his hair or his clothes. How could he have done this? silence on a podcast is not a good thing christina <laughs> well i've said the the poncho could he have had a bag like <laughs> did it stop raining we said it started raining i'm sure that that the listeners are throwing They're... out answers right now <laughs> um you don't seem to like any of these you haven't thrown out any brainstorming well i can i can give you some ideas yeah let's do you want them but throw me a bone here. Okay. What if he was bald? Was he not wearing any clothes? Well, that covers the hair. <laughs> Could he have jumped underneath a parked car while it rained and then jumped out when his wife pulled up? Didn't say his clothes weren't dirty or scuffed. It just says there was no awning nearby to hide under. He could have jumped under a car. What? He could be bald, so he had no hair to, to get wet. So why was the, the thought that he had some kind of a bag that he was holding over him ridiculous? I guess it's not. If it, <laughs> you're saying he's rolling under a car <laughs> to protect his bald head? By the way, it's a dangerous thing to do. I would not, I would not uh, you know. Was there an answer, an actual, what actually happened here? Well, yeah, basic, I, basically. There's a lot of different things. That he could also have taken his clothes off and, you know, kind of stood at the bus stop and, naked correct <laughs> and then when his wife pulled up the police would have been surrounding him and he'd be arrested so but he could have taken his clothes off you see what i'm saying well, is, he could he could have called a friend yeah he could have there's a lot of other ways I, i'm kidding we we i know he that. didn't have to put a diaper on his head to <laughs> be, <laughs> there were a lot of other things he could do in order to stay dry right. The, the reason I did this was that when you read things like this and it says there was no awning, your brain goes to, wow, there's no place for him to hide. But they eat. That is close. Yeah. But, and, and when we start focusing on what certain things, you, you don't, you know, but if, if you were to throw this out and start brainstorming, come up with crazy ideas. Like the diaper. Like on the, the diaper. Head. <laughs> I think it's plausible. What if he was shopping? He was shopping for a child he had. He was at the bus stop. He knew his wife was going to be late. So he took one of the pull-ups. All right. It's ridiculous. I, right. Okay. Anyway, see. Now, we now had a lot of silence on this, bus, <laughs> this episode. Yeah. And I think we probably lost about a thousand listeners from this <laughs> thinking. Seriously? Diaper? Naked? Bald? Come on. <laughs> you can do better. We can do better. So. We can do better. But today so. we'll just do this. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a problem we'll solve for next time. Yeah, let, let's you and I set up a brainstorming session on how to be better. <laughs> let's, we'll so. set up a brainstorming on how to handle these riddles moving forward. That's right. You know what, That's guys? Correct. We tried something. We did. It was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. I had fun. So yeah. Anyway. yeah. Yeah. If I had a little more time, you know, to if we were able to do like the asynchronous brainstorming where I took it back. <laughs> 
gave yeah. it some thought. Christina and I really need need a uh, facilitator, and we need <laughs> <laughs> we we need a retreat. It sounds like to, we need a retreat. We need a retreat. Yeah. You know what? I'll be back. I'm gonna go for a quick float, and then I'll okay. come back you to you on it. this, this you man with the there with the go. rain issue. Leave the drink here. It's not you can't drive with that. Anyway, five. Anyway, this has been fun. Yes, it has. And so we will return next week with some more on creative problem solving. And more riddles? Of course. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. And a dad joke. <laughs> People are like, okay, this is not what I come here for. But maybe it is. But maybe it is, because you know what? Education and and training can be boring and we are not boring. That you may not learn anything, but we are not boring. Well, we anyway. are not bored by ourselves, that's for sure. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> but anyway, listeners. If you didn't find this boring, if you enjoyed this, that's right. Please like, subscribe, share with a friend, right. leave us a review. We hear it helps. Yes. We also really enjoy reading them. We do. Thank you very much. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm said just, you were I'm just jotting some ideas down right now about why what this guy was doing to stay dry at the bus stop. There you go. There's so many possibilities. Thank you all. Have a good week, everybody.